Hello there. I'm Ryan Woods, a Spartan god. This is my own mind. You're listening to the I'm a Spartan podcast, Scott Knowles. And I'm... What the fuck am I doing this, man? This is fucking stupid. Are you kidding me? I'm doing these favors for these bums? Nah, fuck this. I'm out here. Katie, bring me some wine. I'm fucking out. This is Scott the Fane Knowles, and I am a Spartan Podcast. What's up, everybody? On this episode, I talked to my buddy, Noel Medina. Noel Medina just got his first elite podium at the Atlanta Super a couple of weeks ago, and then he turned around and went to Dallas and placed third in the Beast there as well. He's going to tell us all about those two races and what he's been doing for training, and here he is, Mr. Sweat Check himself, Noel Medina. Noel Medina, what's going on today, brother? Mr. Scott, man, we're in the house. We are in the house. Sweat check, man. Good evening. Speaking of that, you are Mr. Sweat check. And, you know, Matt interviewed you, you know, on his podcast and was he thought that Rachel would come up with that, you know. But the people that know, they know that you are Mr. Sweat check. So how did that all start, man? I tell you what, it started with... Uh... I started with Mendez Fitness on Instagram, actually. Uh, I'll shout him out. Um, he does a lot of stuff on Instagram. I don't know him personally, but right. um, he kind of started it during the quarantine. And it was just something to get people pumping, get people moving. You know, you would tag other people after you worked out, whatever, you know. Oh, sweat check, you know. You know, of course, you were sweating, you know. And then people at my gym, we started doing it, too. And we would tag each other. Next thing you know, we fill the whole screen up with tags. And right. tagging people that weren't even there. Yeah, because y'all are doing like sweat check Sundays at uh at Joe's gym. Get it? You know, I remember seeing that started, and then y'all started getting shirts made that said hashtag sweat check. <laughs> it's so crazy. You know, you know who got the shirts made? Who's Freaking, it? Uh, Sarah did. I, I I think it was Sarah. Sarah between Sarah and uh, oh yeah uh, uh, Bruce. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they got the shirts made, and I got more made on my own. Right. Um, a, a few few months back, and sold out of those. <laughs> and um, I mean, people just keep tagging other people, and I, I mean, it, it's getting people moving. It, it, it's so crazy. It, it, it's crazy. Yeah. So everybody out there, make sure you tag Noel that said and hashtag sweat check. <laughs> hey man we keeping the party going man like one sweat check at a time man that's right that's right man well noel tell us a little bit about your background man i know you're in florida but like you know how old are you what do you do for a living are you originally from florida yes i've been in florida all my life uh i'm my family's puerto rican um my parents are from ohio i was born in germany uh no shit my dad's yeah, yeah. My my dad's a retired Air Force. I was born in uh, Bitburg Air Base, and I was a year old oh, wow. when we uh, moved to Florida. Um, so my dad ended up retiring here, and uh, we we stay here ever since. Um, I don't know if I said my age, but yeah, I'm 31. So uh, I, I've been in Jacksonville for 21 years. Wow. Um, and uh, shoot, I grew up playing football, man. I grew up a big boy playing football, playing video games, and and just, I, I'm still a kid, actually. But uh, here I am. I'm a roofer now. Well, I'm, I'm a asset manager for a roofing company. Right. I was roofing. Um, 
And uh, shoot, that's that's all I. I mean, I can keep going on and on with uh, shoot. Um, I started running. Let's let's say I started running when I was twenty five, twenty five, right. twenty six ish. I just started running. Like, I I, I needed a, a new hobby that that wasn't costing me money. To be honest, everything you do just costs money. You so I right. started working out. I started running. I was like, dude, like running's free. You know, this is fun. You know, yeah. I actually got good at it on my own. I didn't, I didn't run when I was young. I I lifted weights and hit people. That's that's what the name of the game was. <laughs> right. That that was it. I ran five six yards at a time. Um. Obviously, I wasn't good enough for college. That's for sure. I was not good at f- football for college. <laughs> but um, it's true. I, I discovered OCR when I was twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Um. Somebody saw me running on the side of the road, actually. Uh, old friend of mine, uh, Erica Martinez, actually. Right. Um, and she's like, hey, you need to do this Spartan race coming up. And I was like, okay. So, of course, that was the Palm Coast. Uh, Palm Coast, Florida. Um, actually, the Get It owner got third place elite there at, like, 50 years old or something like that. Yeah. Joe? Um, Joe. Um. That was my first race, man. That was that was exciting. I couldn't even climb a rope. Was um, that now? Was that the year that it flooded down there? At South Beach? Um, or was no, it... no, 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 no. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Palm, Palm Coast is maybe an hour and a half south of Jacksonville. Okay, I'm um, thinking of a different venue then. I was thinking Palm of the one that's down there in Boca Raton, but it must have been at a different venue that year. You're talking about. Oh, it flooded in Central Florida, I think, um, 2018, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I remember that. I was there at that one, too. Um, and, uh, shoot, I started, uh, I, I did a couple races that year open. I raced Elite in Fayetteville for the first time um, that same year. I got, like, 45th out of, like, 153 guys or something like that. Right. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do the twister, couldn't hit a spear, couldn't climb a rope. I was hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's it. Started training. Um, I found Joe. Um, I found... Uh, uh, I, I met Joe through some other people that were local that I met at the race. Robert Miller and, 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 and his family, Tanya Faith. Um, he actually had a, a Ninja Warrior backyard. Uh, Ninja Warrior course in his backyard right and joe joe came out there and trained with us and then i discovered joe had his own gym i started going to joe's gym and shoot i've been there since since he opened it so how many days a week do you probably go to his gym and like train it varies big time especially with so many races um at least one obviously every sunday the Sunday OCR training is a staple of that gym. That's that's the really how Joe started the the gym was one big training session to get everybody together, and it, it just expanded. Um, let's see, we do uh, Deca training Mondays and Wednesdays, and Bruce Camp with Bruce Jackson Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. I I, I try to go whenever I can, but these races are back to back to back to back. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I stay away. You know, I gotta, I, I gotta spend the week resting. Right. But um, it's anywhere from one day 
to five days. Yeah, a- I, anywhere. I had Joe on before. Isn't his gym? Isn't it in Jacksonville or close to Jacksonville? Yes, in Jacksonville. Right. Like, yeah, definitely. Right. I, I I couldn't remember. I knew he's down there in that area for sure. I couldn't remember if it was St. Augustine or Jacksonville, but. Yeah, man, I need to come down there on a Sunday and check out check out that OCR training y'all do. What time in the morning do they usually do that? Seven thirty. It oh, starts shit. on Sunday, seven thirty. And of course, you know, every well, you know, Joe's always explaining and nobody's ever listening. So <laughs> it always starts at about seven thirty five, seven thirty six. Right. It's always funny. We always talk about that. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. It looks fun. I know I always watch the videos of y'all down there, and it just looks like y'all got a good crew of people down there that always go to that on Sunday mornings. It's it's crazy. It it, it really is. Like, you, we're literally doing an OCR. And some of these, some of our, some, some, some of the members there, they don't even do OCR. They just do it because it's fun. Yeah, you know? exercise. Yeah, everybody's there. It's a way, it's a way to start the Sunday. Right. So you you're a roofer, so man, if I was doing roofing work, I don't think I'd feel like doing shit when I got off work. That's hard work, man. It is, it is, yeah, yeah. I mean, thankfully, it's not it's not residential, so right. you know, I'm not I'm uh, not you know slaying it on the house, right? Um, I would be on a big Amazon building or a Publix or or something flat, right? Um, you you probably can't even see us up there, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> has its ups and downs. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> you just got to make it happen. You just, I don't know. Just go home and turn up. Uh, now, got a sweat check. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, you can sweat check up there without even trying in Jacksonville, I'm sure. So, Noel, since, I mean, I work in maintenance at a hospital, you know, and we're all the time building and adding on. And I want to ask you a question. Is it possible to put on a flat roof that doesn't have a leak? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) You know, shit happens, man. (laughs) Nobody's for this. There's a lot of variables on a roof that, like, nobody probably could, could imagine. Um, <laughs> people don't understand, you know, how, how hard it is on a flat roof, even if it's got a slant to it, you know, to keep that roof from leaking. It's just hard, man. That's the name of the game. You're, 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 you're literally waterproofing the ground. I mean, right. you're standing on the roof, but you're, you're, you know, you're waterproofing what you're standing on. Exactly. Like you're waterproofing the floor, but you're on a roof. <laughs> man, it's uh, just... It seems like I'm in the tile-changing business after the rainstorms, you know, in the hospital and our outside buildings that we got, man. We have pallets of ceiling tiles stacked up, you know, just because they don't want to spend the money to put a brand new roof on. And even some of our newer buildings, they have like some small leaks in it as soon as we turn the key, you know, to open it up. (laughs) Oh, that's... Yeah, that's that's tough, man. I mean, it's only a matter of time till they're gonna bite the bullet and yep. and re- redo it all. Yeah. Um. I, I, <laughs> shoot. I, I um. We've done a lot of the uh, the city's electric company here. Um. The, you know, all the substations around Jacksonville. Some are manned. Some of them are unmanned. Uh. Like like we'd be the only ones there. You know. So, sometimes it's it's just a substation. You know. Right. Like like it's a power grid with a little building. 
and we're re-roofing that building. I tell you, man, some, some of these roofs, man, you're like, dang, like, how'd the city let that go? Yeah. It's, like, oh, we, yeah. We're cutting it up. The roof's already cut itself up. Oh, yeah, man. It's it's like, you know, they, they want to make the inside of the building look pretty before they even think about well, what's going on on the outside. You know what I mean? I don't get I'm it. Telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely overlooked big time. A lot of people have no idea. Yeah. When people do renovations, the last thing they look at is AC and the roof. Ah, really? Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. It seems like that's the case in a lot of our buildings anyway. I know I wish we could just start putting in brown or black ceiling tiles. That way it would hide the stains a little better. <laughs> yeah, all the dripping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real, man. I get tired of changing ceiling tiles. And, you know, it's always a ceiling tile that's like on a sprinkler head or on an exit light or something like that. And you got to cut it and it's a pain to get in and out of the ceiling grid. Anyway, I'm complaining now. No, shoot. We just re-roofed uh, the Johnson & Johnson facility here. Oh, like, wow. Like where they, where, where they make eye contacts, actually. I bet that was like, a big job. Like millions of dollars worth of eye contacts are like made every single day in there. And like man what like if there was a leak man like that'd be the end of it right. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i do not envy your work man that's some hard work for sure man it's all good man it's it's all it's all work you know that's it's you know i mean i'm not answering phone calls i'm not dealing with customers i don't you know i don't i don't get complaints from anybody right um, it all has its ups and downs, you know. You're just baking in the sun on the hot days. Man, it, it's just all part of training. That's right. You are prepared for the hot races, absolutely. Shoot, the Dallas Beast got got pretty hot, especially the sprint that the elite sprint was at ten fifteen in the morning. I was like, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, well, see, you know what happened there, right? Because it happened at Carolina too. Well, so they the, had to fit in the trail races, I think. And they canceled because they had a Sunday beast, and they canceled it. So all uh, of those beast wave times were going to be before 10.15, and then they were going to start the sprint at 10.15. But they did that at Carolina. They got rid of the Sunday beast, and they and instead they put all those trail race times, start times in, up in the front, too. I got you, yeah. Yep, so all the people that wanted to get those extra beasts for their trifectas are getting not going to be able to do it now. Yeah, which, yeah I know some pretty some, some people were pretty upset about it, but yeah. shoot. You know, they're, they're getting all the trail races going, which is, which is a cool which concept. Which is cool, too, too yeah. <clears throat> well, and speaking of Dallas, man, or speaking about Atlanta, so you've been doing races since, what, 2016, 2017? 17, yeah. 2017. And last weekend, or weekend before last, in Atlanta, you got your first elite podium. And it was on a super, too, man. How did that feel, dude? I couldn't believe it, man. I, I still can't believe it. I mean, yeah, I make some cool posts and everything, but it, it's it's crazy, man. Like, all I can think about is, is the journey that, that got me there. Um, all I think about is, like, looking at the mile markers, looking at my watch at, like, you know, mile four, you know, mile three. Like, is this going to happen? No, no, this ain't going to happen today. I don't, you know. And then seeing mile marker five, mile marker six, like, yo, all of a sudden I'm not tired anymore. All of a sudden it's time, it's time to finish this thing. And then, uh, it, boom, 
Like, I'm like, dang, finally, man. Finally. That's all I kept. Finally. Yeah. I laid down. Finally. Yeah, and this wasn't just some fluke cherry pick race either, man. There were some studs in this race. You had Nick Riker was in it and uh, Alvaro, which is fast as hell. Cole was running. Uh, Bill Heatherly was running. And Benny Gifford was running, man. So that was my, my hat's off to you, man. That was that was an awesome achievement you did right there, dude. It, yeah, it, you, you know, I I wish the elite. You know, I, I know it's been like this since the quarantine or whatever. You know, I wish there were more people in these in these waves. You know, just to feel the energy more. Right. But um. But but besides that, man, it was a it it, it was a tough battle. Um. Because there was I what was, about fifteen? There was fifteen or eighteen of y'all, wasn't there? think so uh i think that was the dallas beast i think there was 11 or 12 of us at the atlanta super right um well tell us how the race went bro oh man it, you know it, like like a lot of the races you know i'm i'm coming out hot i'm in first for like the first quarter mile maybe right and in my head i'm like i'm good like i'm not slowing down um, and I don't think I ever did slow down, but I think Alvaro and Nick got in their rhythm and eventually passed me, especially, um, I, I forgot, no, they, they passed me just running through the trails and then, um, coming up to the, to the table, the, the car, uh, eight, uh, vertical, <laughs> vertical cargo, cargo 2.0. Yeah. I call it like five different names before I get to it. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, that's when Benny passed me. And Nick and Benny, they flew up that table. I think um, Alvaro had to do a penalty lap or something over there. Uh, I think he did on uh, Z-Wall. He had to do the penalty lap okay. on Z-Wall. He must have been so far up ahead. I don't even remember him. Yeah, he was No, fast. yeah, yeah. He was busy. Do Yeah, he did the penalty. We all passed him. But um, that, <laughs> that's obsolete, of course, with with him. But um, so we're going over the the 2.0 cargo net, and them boys flew up, man. I don't know how they just <laughs> went up there so fast. They're a little taller than you. Elbow, elbow, chicken wing, balance, roll up, you know, kind of thing. They just muscled up, and they were up and over. I'm like, dang, man. Uh-uh. I'm sitting in third. We're flying. You know, them, them boys are flying. Eventually, Alvaro, I, I hear him from 10 feet, you know, 20 feet back, just huffing and puffing. Just shoom, blows, blows right by me. <laughs> I never saw Alvaro and Nick after that. Wow. Um, Benny was um, a couple seconds ahead of me, and I was behind him for maybe two and a half miles, almost three miles maybe. I, I But, you know, between maybe miles one and, and four or so. Um, and, you know, every obstacle he did, I did it right after him, and it was just a chase. Um, he hit the spear. I hit the spear. We did the herd coist. Um and just running, uh, I I made a move on him as we got to the actual Stone Mountain itself. Like the, the, the first couple steps into the actual like stony part. Right. So that's um, after you went underneath the road and went up that drainage ditch. And then it, it kind of did. It got like a stone, you know, everything. Yeah. The whole ground was granite pretty much. Yes. Because at, at that point, we were we were going through that pretty consistently. Um, man, that had to be like mile four ish. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it killed me because when I decided to pick it up on him, we started going up. Hey, and we I was did. Like, Shit, dude, this is, this is not cool. Like I picked <laughs> the wrong time 
to 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 do this. But uh, I I committed to it. I just started my my heart rate just shot up. I felt it. I started breathing hard, and instantly I just started to control that breath, take big breaths in, and and, and just not let it get too out of control. Right. Um. And uh. The chase was on. <laughs> the chase flipped the script because I know he was right behind me the whole time too. Mm. And uh, I, I remember seeing, I think the either mile, mile, maybe mile marker five, and we just started going up. There was a long, yeah. Str- it, it, it was a it was a low grade, but it was long. Long, I remember. Just grass. I'm like, oh shit, dude, this is killing me. Of course, my heart rate shoots up again. I'm like, man, I'm not gonna be able to move move my legs again. You know, you know, pick that speed back up. Yeah. Um, but I did. I mean, that's just I don't I don't know how I did it, but uh, I I think uh I was hitting like a sub seven, like from there to like the finish line. Mm. Um, I, I I just started picking it up. I saw the festival area, and I was like, nobody's catching me. Nobody. <laughs> is going to catch me. This is it. Like I, you, you, the people that, you know, that I, I train with, you know, I, the, if, if there's a last mile, you know, I'm getting it. Right. If I'm in front. You're not catching me. That's, I mean, I run, I run too fast. It's short <laughs> in that short distance. Um, I, I got on the rig. Of course there was a rope climb and helix, I think was right there, but yeah. I get on the rig and I heard people yelling, Hello, oh, they're coming. They're coming. I never looked back. I just knew when I got on that rig, nobody's going to get to that rig faster than me. Man, he I mean, wasn't, I, that, I, I, but he wasn't. He wasn't even close to you, though, was he? No. I think um, you had a good. Cole, you had a good lead on him. Cole and Benny, like, were were battling each other. Right. And they they were both maybe 12, 15, 20 seconds behind me. Right. And as I was hitting that last gauntlet of obstacles. Yeah, I kind of slowed down a little bit because I was just excited. <laughs> I was already <laughs> excited. I was hurting. Uh, I, I knew it was all on the grip strength, which I got plenty of. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> I got on the rig. As soon as I grabbed the ring, I just started smiling. I was like, this is it, man. Like, this is it. I'm not I'm not slipping off the rig. So this you knew nothing. you were in third place once you passed Benny then, right? Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. That's when the nerves started. Yeah, you were running scared, weren't you? <laughs> it was not good. Yeah, like it was uncomfortable. Cole, Cole told me uh, at the finish line, like, like he was he he was closing the gap on me. You know, he was like, "Man, I was I was trying to get you." Mm-hmm. I, I I I told him, you know, had I turned around and saw him, I probably would have like psyched myself out. And Cole know? Cole is a closer too. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> And, um, boom, you know, I kind of passed out for a second cause I was really tired. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we got back to reality and I was like, man, I'm, I just finished, you know, a couple minutes behind Alvaro and, uh, Nick. That's, that's awesome, dude. That's and, crazy. And that's a cool venue too, because y- you can't say that that venue is a runner's course because there's a little bit of technicality to it. It's not flat, especially on that back part where the super's at, because they found a lot of hills back there. And I was like you too. When I got back to the super course, I felt good in my running until I got back on there on super course and hit some of those hills. And I was like, man, I'm 
I'm feeling tired now. And like you said, when you come back on that granite part and it's all downhill on that granite, that's when started to feel good about running again because it, it you know, it was like you went up that one hill and you went down that hill into the woods and you turned around and come right back up to Beater, if I remember right. And then after that, you did Olympus, you went back into the woods, and then you had that slow grade that went all the way up to Twister, and then there was like another slow grade that come up to the box too. So, I mean, they just found a lot of hills on the back half. Seems like they found more than they usually do on the super course there. Yeah, yeah, I've I, I've done the super there the past couple of years. I, I don't really remember it. Right. Uh, I never remember the course much. It's so funny. I don't uh, know. But um, but yeah, I, I was gonna say I did like how they had the obstacles like spread out. Yeah. Like pretty pretty good. It was perfect. You know? I mean, um, it was they they always make to me that is a that is a good venue. I mean, it was the first venue I ever did, so it's got a certain place in my heart anyway but i've just always loved going to that venue i've been there when the weather's been great i've been there when the weather has been complete total shit but i mean i recognize i don't know exactly where i'm at all the time but i recognize it so much i've been like yeah i've ran here before i remember this you know yeah yeah so so cool i think in 2019 i got um I'm probably some number off the wall. I think I got 11th in elite there. Right. Um, I made my spear, you know, I, I, anyways, anyways, that was, yeah, good, good venue. Yeah. I've always loved that venue. So then after you place third in the super there, you decide to go to Dallas the exact seven days from that race and you place third and elite in the Dallas Beast. So all you like is podium in a sprint. So <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. most people probably would podium a sprint before they podiumed a super and a beast, but you just decided to skip the sprint and go straight to the super and the beast. You know, it, it, <laughs> I, I had skipped on the sprint that uh, after after Atlanta Super. I, I skipped out on that, on that sprint. I, I just wanted to take my money and run, really. Right. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I was, I, I, I like the beast uh, uh, distance. I like the beast distance and the old super distance. You know, the eight, yeah, nine miles ish, eight to ten um, miles. <laughs> six is still a sprint, right? You know? Yeah, like in the old school um, days, I remember us having some sprints that were five and a half miles. Yeah, right, right. Um, I, I don't have much experience that far back, but I mean, still, like, the, I, I, you know, I, I know the sprints were at least four miles. The oh, yeah. were pushing ten miles. Yeah. The beast, I've only done a handful of those, but you know, you're pushing pushing fourteen. Oh but, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, shoot, I was looking forward to that beast. I signed up for it Wednesday. Oh shit! So this was just kind of. <laughs> All right, let's just go to Dallas this week and run out there. You didn't have, you didn't even plan on going to this race. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just excited. Still, I was, yeah, I was, I was excited from from Atlanta and uh, coming off that high. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah. And I was like, I got a season pass, so might as well use it, right? Let's do it, man. Three hundred dollars for a plane ticket, and uh, you know, I'll figure out where to stay when I get there. So I know this was uh, a newer 
venue. I want to say maybe Tough Mudder's had a race there before, but this is like the first time Spartan's been there, maybe. So, so what was this race like? I, I heard it was pretty flat. Oh, pretty flat. That's an understatement, man. It was, it was almost concave. <laughs> um, wow. It, 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 it was, uh, it, it was a boring beast. That's for sure. I feel sorry for those ultra runners. Um, at least for them, it was an, you know, a quote unquote easy ultra. Right. But, um, it was what, what killed me was the straight running. It was a lot of straight, just going, you turn left and go straight, turn mm. right and just go straight. Mm. There was no turns and, um, the terrain, nah, it was pretty technical. Not like you're jumping from roots to roots and right. thorns and trees, but you know, the, the, the gravel, the rocks, you know how that can go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're. You're pushing through maybe, you know, midway, mile six, mile seven. You're like, man, why can I not run anymore? You know, like, this is flat. I'm supposed to be flying. Right. But I, them, them rocks, they, they take it away from you. And right. then it's all flat and there's nothing but grass. Like a, like a, you're just, you're just grazing the land, you know. Right. <laughs> Hardly any trees. Um. You you really had to be um, in a in a good mindset. You you couldn't forget what you were doing, which was easy to do um, on on that course. And and that's what me and some of the other guys at the finish line. That's what we had talked about. You know, some some of them were just like, man, like I just couldn't get my legs moving, hmm. and I was so boring. Man, <laughs> it was hard to run through. That it was it was an easy hard race, I tell you. That's kind of the way Central Florida is to me. I mean, you do go in the woods a little bit at Central Florida, but when they have you out in those, I guess you're just running in that tall grass. They just it gets really monotonous after a while during the beast. The sprint's not as bad. Right, right, yeah. You you can keep the pedal to the floor on a on a sprint. You know, yeah. that's a, you know you just gonna sprint through it. You know, right. But the beast, oh man, between miles six and and and. 10 maybe not even like three to 10 literally like six obstacles wow that's a lot of running man <laughs> it's it was so like it was so crazy like you know sometimes <laughs> you don't even see anybody you know it's all just spread out there's no turns it's just you know it's it's almost like you're running on a on a on a runway just <laughs> wide open flat wow like man, am i going the right way Somebody told me that it was so flat you could just about see the whole course ahead of you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> True. That's True. Crazy. There, was, there was just enough, uh, like a small hill here and there that they didn't make us run through, but that were, you know, <laughs> on, yeah, that that was there. And but but yeah yeah, there were, there was a few hills there. In my mind, I was like, I'm really surprised they didn't have us go up there. All right. <laughs> That's funny. So were the heavy? Were the he heavies? Uh, I mean, the carries were they at least heavy? <laughs> um, and long. The sandbag was was uh I I think it was the the Spartan helmet. Yeah. I think it wasn't too long. Um, the bucket carry that was pretty normal. The bucket was short. You kind of went down um, at a like a slight grade. Yeah. So you kind of pick up the bucket and just fly down, and you 
um, turn. It was like a like like, like a rounded. Uh, you you kind of rounded off to your left, and then you started going back up, mm. which kind of slowed you down. But it it wasn't enough to to make you start walking. You right. know, well at least you know if you were competitive, you know, you, like you, you didn't walk any of it. Right. Um. It, it was it was pretty easy. Yeah, because that bucket carry in Atlanta was pretty short too. Was it as short as that one? I I'd say so. Yeah, I I'd say so. Atlanta was definitely more technical. Oh yeah, it was technical. That was one cool thing about it. Yeah, you you had to dodge you know the, the trees, trees at the same time you know, but but yeah the the distance was about the same. Right. So when did you uh, realize that you were in third place during the beast? <laughs> That's a good question. Um. Or did you know and did you not know until the finish? No, honestly, I thought I was coming in in second. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guy that was in first place, Matt, uh, it's so funny. We never seen each other before. You know, right. We're at the finish line, like, who the heck are you? You know, he's like, who the heck are you? You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> cool, 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 cool guy. But he was, he, we were, all, I don't even remember when he broke away from, from the pack. I thought he was in a penalty loop somewhere. I don't know. I never saw him. Like, right. he must have been that far up ahead. So, and then, um, let's see, let's see. Tran, Van Tran, um, pushed past me. I'll start from the beginning. So, I ran out hot, like I always do. And um, eventually, uh, between me and Matt, who got first, Van Tran and Victor, we're all together. Right. And um, we had to be maybe 15 seconds apart, not even 15 seconds apart, going through the first couple obstacles in, in the rig. I'm trying to think when I pass Victor. That's really what I'm trying to build at. Because Van Tran, he got up ahead. Matt was already gone. Like I said, I thought I was. I thought it was me and Van up there. Right. Um, and then me and Victor. When did I pass? I passed Victor when we were just grazing the land, running, huh. no obstacles. Just, just trying to stay awake and not fall asleep. Um, I, I just, I was on his tail, um, at least for a mile, at least. Uh, it had to be midway on the course where I finally passed him. And it wasn't that I, I made a move. It was just how our paces were, were going. Like, like I didn't say in my head, like, okay, this is, this is my time to pass him. It right. just happened. Um, I, I felt faster in the second half of the race than the first half. Really? Like I, I, for some reason, um, you know, like I'm, I'm very big with like controlling my breath, you know, it sounds crazy when I'm just sprinting out from the start line. Right. But, um, and I just couldn't control my, my breath. Like, like I, I just, it was just weird. And I was getting a little, little cramp here and there, you know, like, like, like a yeah. stomach cramp, which is rare for me. Like man, this is this is weird. Maybe maybe it was jet lag or something, you know. But as as I started to feel better, I just opened up. Like my 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 cadence kind of improved a little bit. I don't keep up with my cadence much, but yeah, I, I know if I was able to keep it consistent, um, I mean I, I was going to hold on to like a seven minute pace, which is what happened, and um, I. I finished just just like that. I, I I ran the same from maybe you know mile eight, mile seven, all the way to the finish line. The the obstacles were 
were, you know, few and far between. So by the time you get there, you know, you're fresh for it. At least, you know, grip, grip wise. And you're looking forward to it, you know, um, fly right through it. And I remember, uh, getting to, I, I forgot it was either monkey bars or beater that like the, I forgot one. They, they were, they weren't far from each other, but right. one of them, after you did that, you kind of went to the, uh, festival area where they had Helix and the cargo net, um, that the A-frame cargo net. Right. So, um, I went through that, uh, monkey bars, beater, probably both. Um, I, I hear everybody and I'm like, yo, like this is it. And the first time that was a, like a, a, around that moment that around that era is when I turned around, I never turn around. Like I, I do not turn around ever. I turn around. I said, oh, shit, dude. Like, this is it. And there's no failing Helix. There's no failing cargo net. Um, I mean, that's it. That's it. I, I took it home from, 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 from there. And I mean, shoot. I, an hour and 43 minutes. That's quick for a beast. For me. That's, you know, yeah. I, you know, I know, I know there's a lot of people out there that could, you know, I could probably do it quicker whatever but man look even without the obstacles i'm like how the hell did i do that yeah <clears throat> well shoot i know that uh you know chris brown he ran uh the ultra and did the ultra in like a little more than four hours which is insane it's crazy so, man I mean, i'm glad he ran the ultra <laughs> i think killian wasn't too far behind him he might have been like 15 minutes slower but i mean that's a fast ultra yeah yeah <clears throat> Um, unbelievable. Yeah. So go back to what, what were you saying about that, that you're good at controlling like your breath, your breath work when you're running. So like, what is your, you know, when you're running, what are you thinking about to, to control your breath work? That always intrigues me. What people say, you know, it's, it's, uh, or does it just come naturally and you're good at it? (laughs) No, no. Yeah. It, I, I kind of, um, it, 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 I, I kind of got more aware of it when I started doing yoga uh, a couple years ago. Um, and, you know, you do the breathing techniques, you know, and, and, and you get out of class and you find yourself just doing it as you're living your normal life. Like, dang, like, like, and, and so when you're redlining or you're exercising or whatever, you know, well, maybe more so in a race situation, uh, exercising, um, you're, you're not, you, you tend to not use your lungs to their full capacity. Your body's in shock. You, you're just gasping for air. You're, you're just letting the air come in, letting it come out, you know? Um, yeah. but focusing on that breath and, and feeling it in and filling up your lungs to its maximum. Um, you, it, 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 it controls your heart rate, um, which is what you, you got to be able to do, especially in OCR with the obstacles. You know what I mean? Right. You can't, you, you're not going to be able to do Olympus coming, you know, with like a 180 heart rate. That's going to be tough, dude. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, you're out of breath and if you slip and fall, you got to do burpees, you know, or anyways, anyways. it's not long enough. It's um, I'm I'm actually like trying to like do it right now to give an idea like what it really, 
like like you you want to expand your stomach out. It's right. not just your chest expanding out. Your, your your chest will expand second. You 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 gotta expand your stomach first, and then your chest will rise. And that that's one big breath. That's how you get you maximizing that that intake. Um, and, and I've taken that from yoga into racing. Um, and, and it's. It's, I don't know, like, I, I it's, uh, I, I don't want to say it's, like, helped me a lot, but I, I depend on it. I, I really, right. sometimes, I, you know, in my head, I'm like, dang, like, like, I'm not breathing efficiently. It's, you got to control your breath. Don't let it control you. Right. No matter how hard you're breathing. Um, make sure you're using all your lungs, you know, you, you sub, subconsciously, you're just trying to, uh, your body's just trying to survive. Right. Stay on top of that. You know, don't let your body just be, you know, control those movements, you know, and yeah, that's, that's about all I can say, I guess. So you flew to Dallas and I'm sure you had a lot of time thinking about it, especially coming off of, you know, placing third in Atlanta. So what was your strategy going into it, knowing it was going to be a little bit longer race? Like, did you have a different strategy for it since it was a beast and not a super? Or is it pretty much just another race, just a little bit longer? No, no, yeah, yeah, I, I, did, I did think about it. Um, what I remember thinking was, this is the perfect time for a beast. That, that's what I told myself. Like, I'm ready for this. Like, I am primed to run this beast. Um, you know, coming off that super, you know, that super was, was say, even if I didn't go to Atlanta for that race, but doing that exercise at six miles and doubling up the next weekend where I've been at with my racing the past couple of weeks, it was, I was ready for 13 miles. Right. I was ready to do two of those supers at the same pace. Right. Um, which is almost, it wasn't too far off. Uh, but it, especially this is last, uh, Dallas was like literally like my seventh or maybe eighth race weekend in a row. Oh shit. Um, really? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been all over the place, you know, the bone frog, the rugged maniac, the tactical Titan, some, some local stuff. Go- Cause you went to Tahoe on. too, and, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I went to Tahoe. Um, got smoked out there man those mountains man i am you know we'll get back to it one day right um tahoe was was a blast anyways it um, looked like the weather was great at tahoe this year too dude it was perfect i know some some people some people wanted like the harsh conditions i'm over here like man this is harsh enough just (laughs) (laughs) now just getting up two thousand three thousand feet yeah did you have trouble like breathing out there at that elevation does that get to you when you go to the races that are, you know, out west? That was the first time I've been in that kind of altitude. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it did bother me a little bit. Um, me and uh, <laughs> Chainsaw Rick uh, made, made it a point that Thursday and Friday to just get out there and, right. and just go up, you know? Um, now, and, now, Chainsaw Rick didn't talk you into, like, camping at the top of the mountain or some shit like that, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, no. You know, 
you know, it's funny is he he's the one that had the the ski resort there. You know, the the nice little ski flight. He's the one that had it. Oh, sweet. You know, I, I asked to stay with him. <laughs> I, I don't know which race he he went to. It, it may have been Utah, but he like camped out, and it was super cold. It may have been Killington. I can't remember. But there was one race he went to. He camped out. It was like. 40 degrees outside and then he got up the next morning and ran an ultra or something and i'm like man there's no way i could do that i want a bed i want a hot shower i want controlled air <laughs> i ain't doing that and then getting up the next morning and running that dude is on a different level <laughs> like he he's the real deal man I, he I tell you like he is as advertised like no doubt about it that's a that's a cool cat man yeah he and, is and he, cool he, He's camped, I think, two or three races, I, I, I think. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he podiumed in, in Montana. I, I think yep. he got second or third in, in a league. I'm like, dang, yo, like. In Tahoe, too, in the ultra. Coming, coming from Clearwater. Yeah. You know, he's one south to me. <laughs> well, in Dallas, I saw he did the ultra and then went back and did another lap of the beast. So he pretty much Dude. run like 43 miles on that one day. Dude, yes. That's yes. insane. You know, and he did the same. He almost did the same thing in Tahoe. That's crazy. Um, he did the ultra, and then we did the trail run that night. Oh shit! That's crazy, man. He turned thirty-seven that day. It ran thirty-seven miles. Uh, -huh. that's cool. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's man. a trip, was... man. I like Rick. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I forgot the other question we we were on, but yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot no, too. We I think we were talking about breathing at Tahoe. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what we were on. Yeah, um, yeah. We're just walking and, and you know, walking at like a fast pace. We're like, dude, like, hey, we're we're out of breath. Yeah. This is, but we got acclimated quick because during during the race, I didn't I didn't feel it much. Right. Well, that's good. So but those those climbs, I've I sure felt. <clears throat> So, Noel, like, what do you think it was that helped you, you know, up your game, you know, to start doing better running in these elite races, man? Um, like, like maybe this, this year? Yeah, man. Um. Like, what's put you on the level, in other words, man? Just consistency and training or just doing more races and getting used to it i'd say um first thing would be nutrition i, I i'm still barely breaking the ice on it um there's still so much to know um izzy actually he's the one that's been harping all of us at the gym to get on our new nutrition um and um and and, and even further um yeah, but that, Izzy that doesn't like sweets. He told me he doesn't like sweets, man. It's it's kind of hard to trust a nutrition plan that doesn't have, like, cake in it. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, dude. It's easy for somebody to give you a nutrition plan that doesn't like sweets. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a Frappuccino earlier after work, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I know, and he's yeah, a cook right. too, and he makes those daggum peanut butter pies that are at that restaurant too. Those things look yeah. so good too. That place is good too, man. man I'm gonna try with... it next time I'm around yeah. there. Uh, that's so funny, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
between the nu- nutrition, like like um, not not as much as like your everyday diet, yeah, but just but just getting those electrolytes and um um eating the right stuff that day or, or right. just I don't like I I always had a pretty solid diet as it is, but like shoot, I, like I, I never took any electrolytes when I would race. I oh. like I did the Carolinas Ultra in two thousand. 18 Ooh, you know i was there i wasn't i wasn't competitive you know right but uh i didn't bring nothing with me you know <laughs> That's was funny. i walking a lot yeah <laughs> you know it was not easy that was I, a- I just didn't know like i didn't know that's what we were supposed to do um i, I did the hawaii ultra in 2019 um i got like last in elite almost um my, I didn't. I didn't even have a bucket. I just had a bag with with a few things. It's yeah. like ah, I'll be okay, you know. I'm I'm strong. Nah, man. I was literally crawling for like I don't know, like twelve miles. Yeah, man. I bet that race miles. had some dry heat there too. I bet that was rough. The weather was perfect. I, I I love that. You know. Yeah. Like the heat wakes me up. Right. Um. I I love the heat. Obviously. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so that, that nutrition, man, just figuring out like, like, man, if I want to really keep my body moving fast and not give in, I need to, you know, the, I need to get those, those electrolytes in me, uh, and, right. and, 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 and fuel up properly. And I was going to add two before I went sideways. Um, um, Izzy started reading that Diaz book training the dark side right and then uh next thing you know we're all reading it at the gym <laughs> uh having a little book club going on <laughs> but um so between the nutrition and 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 i'd say cadence work that's really put me to this moment how i've been racing you know for, for about this this year or so just th- those two things i mean i was already a pretty good runner Right. Uh, well, you know, I know people are out there listening like, oh, yeah, right. You know, but, you know, for, for myself, I've gone a long ways, you know, so it's only going to get better. But nonetheless, you know, the cadence, the nutrition and even even doing the deck of stuff. Right. Um, doing that, that uh, cross training, you know, the, the rower, the skier, the, 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 the ball over the shoulder, those different exercises. Um, it's. it's Shoot, I'm really glad we were one of the first gyms to like get on that train. Were you just getting used to being anaerobic, you know, and you know that always will help during a race, you know, being able to train your body to flush lactic acid, you know? Yes, yes, there you go. Yes, that's that's a good way to put it. I, I can't, I, my brain can't even come up with those words, but that's it. <laughs> so, man, what is like a normal training week for you? Oh man, I like good question. I like that. I like that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's start with Sunday. Right. You gotta start with Sunday. Me and Izzy wake up at like three o'clock in the morning. He might have to wake up earlier than that because he he lives further out. We go to the trails and we start running at four a.m. Okay. Right. That's just, that's what we do. We we get some sticks. We got our headlamps. The first two miles got to be a warm up. 
getting the spider webs out yep. of our way. I knew you were about to say that with the sticks. When you said you got sticks, I was like, they're fixing to knock down spider webs with these sticks while they're running. I have to do the same thing at one of the trails I go to. Dude, these spiders, man, they will, they're like, they're so big, man. They, they, you see them having coffee in the morning, you know? They're just <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> like, man, you got to get out of my way, dog. You know, right. you start talking to them. No, uh, um, it, it's it's always funny because our our warm up, you know, we start picking up the pace and and then the sticks aren't swung anymore, and then we're just running through webs like ah oh, shit. Then we start cussing each other. And, right. Know. No, but um, so we'll 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 do anything from like eight to twelve, fifteen miles. When he was training for his ultra, he was you know y'all you you seen it? He was pushing thirty yeah. miles out there. Yeah, I saw him. He was putting in was, some effort. That I was in the car sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I was done, man. Um, but uh, but but yeah, that's you know, um, that's that's that, that that's how we start our Sundays, and we'll we're usually at Get It, um, Get It Core Fitness for the Sunday training class, and, uh, which is at seven thirty. We'll get there around you know seven fifteen, seven ten. You know, we gotta gotta get our sweat check on from the trail run. It takes time to do that. Yeah. Gotta get to get it. Um, and uh, that's that's more more fun over there. Um, I, it, uh, a lot, lot of dead hanging. Of course, we got all the obstacles there. Right. Um, so that whole let's see, from four a.m. to like ten, maybe almost. You know, um, you're you we're 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 moving. You that's know, that's a good workout. So. Um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go to the weekday here. Um, going through my weekday, I have to, I have to be flexible because I never know how bad work's going to be. Right. I understand <laughs> um, that. You know, like, like it, it's hard for me to go to the DecaFit class Monday or, or Bruce Camp Tuesday cause shit, man, fuck fucking 80 pound rolls i've been unrolling on a roof all day long oh, yeah you know and and, and bent over and a hammer and a so i'm saying and man stuff. your work is like a workout every day yeah 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 so 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 let, let, let's assume it's an easy work day let, let, let's assume it's an easy work week okay it's been raining whatever we're not even working whatever so um <laughs> <laughs> um I, I I I try to get a I try to go to yoga class um in the afternoon. Um I might definitely show up for the DECA class at the gym. And if not that, I'll do some grip work. I mean uh yeah, grip work, you know, I I almost want to call it ninja training. You right. know, some sometimes sometimes you you gotta get that grip work in without without running. Right. You know. Um so that that might be the next couple of days. Um, it, like it, it's hard for me to, I guess, say a schedule. But I I might I might be swimming. I might be in the sauna, the hot tub. Um, shoot, there was there's 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 a time when as soon as I get home from from work, I'll go run really hard, and I'll go right into an ice bath. Right. Um. And I'm I, I I might put anywhere from twenty to fifty miles in a week. That that varies greatly. So it just just like you said, it's a flexible thing depending on like how you're feeling after work. You have to gauge it by your work your workflow more or less. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think 
that that's that's something that's been tricky for me because I mean sometimes I I, I want to train with everybody but I just can't it's not smart right. for me to do it yeah um, I have to run six miles as slow as possible like right. like that's that's just some, sometimes that's that's what it comes to that's that's the decision I come up with when I'm putting on my heart rate monitor my watch my shoes like you know what I'm gonna run six miles at like a, a nine minute pace you know just that's it but um and and i'll add two almost all my runs i'm doing burpees right so that's that's that, that's got to be a given um I, I think most of us in in ocr whenever we're running we're doing something it's not just a, a, a run you know um shoot um <laughs> and, and and you 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 gotta there, i i gotta feel sometimes when when I'm really in the mood to push it, you know, um, I, 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 I create the race for myself. Right. It, it could be Wednesday, you know, I'm getting off work. You know what? It's time to fly. It's feeling good. It's you go, you fly. roll with it. You know, it, you know, we, I, I, I need a red line as fast as possible and, and, and just keep going. Um, and, I don't pay attention to my pace or my heart rate like while I'm going, you know, but if I feel like I'm going to pass out soon, I say that loosely, you know, but if I feel like, you know, like, dang, I'm, I'm breathing so hard, so loud, you know, I'm at mile three. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not even close to the house. Like, boom, start doing burpees. Right. Boom. Start, start doing lunges. You know, like, like some, sometimes you got to create that race for yourself. Right. Um, and that's, that's a, a a training run for me. You know, I, I like doing crazy stuff like that. I mean, like not crazy stuff. We all do crazy stuff. Right. Um, you know, I'm sure the people in the neighborhood, like, there goes that guy again. Like, that crazy guy doing burpees. Works on roofs. Naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing sweat check videos in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah 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 that's so funny yeah yeah it's always it's always hard for me because like like if somebody's getting home or something like that like i, I like I, I i talk different like i'm I, like it's not as fluid anymore and i'm like dang it i gotta wait till they go inside yeah <laughs> that's funny but i think it's more common nowadays for people to see people making their own videos on their phones, you know, whereas like maybe five years ago, that would have been something strange to see. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, that guy's just doing another TikTok video. Yeah. All right, Noel. I mean, we're getting close to an hour, but I always ask people a few questions every time they come on the show. And, uh, so what is like your race ritual? Like, what do you do on Friday before the race? What do you get up in the mornings on Saturday morning and do right before the race? And if you're planning on doing the race on Sunday, is there like a recovery thing that you do too? Like run us through like a race weekend for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This, 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 this should be easy. Um, so Friday, the, the day before the race, um, I, I want, I want quietness. Um, I say quietness, but, but, uh, um, I'm listening to music though. Right. It might be a little loud, but like, like quiet. Um, I want to be, um, disconnected from, I don't know, from people kind of and social media, maybe like big crowds. 
Yes. Anything that's gonna, I don't know. I like. I don't want to say like like oh make me lose focus or something like that, but here I am, you know, <laughs> listening to Lil Wayne or something, you know. Right. Like like I I I get hype. Like I, I, you know, surprise, right? Um. So like I'll I just be stretching, um, stretching. I, I might put my legs up a wall for like an hour <laughs> listening to music. Oh, shit. Um. Um. And uh. I, I really don't even get that much sleep the day before a race. It's hard. I mean, I, I can sleep, but I just, you know, if, if I'm if I'm feeling good and I, I'm enjoying my Friday evening, I'm I'm sipping tea, you know. Um, I, I mean, I'm just chilling, vibed out. So then, Saturday morning, the race, same 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 thing. First thing I do when I wake up, play some music. I I I get crunk, if you will. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just rapping to myself, you know. I'm, I'm rapping in the mirror. Um, I'm, I'm taking my, I, I'm, I'm eating oatmeal, you know. I'm walking around eating oatmeal, you know. I'm stretching in the kitchen. Um, shoot, I got the music up in the car. We're going to the race. We're turned up, man. We're right. parking the car and we're turned up, you know. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Yeah, like it's. We're just, yeah, um, just ready to race, you know? And, of course, we get we get to the start line, and it's all calm and cool and, and you know, like, okay, yeah, you know, we, we just we just weren't freestyling for 20 minutes on the way. <laughs> um, no, and uh, after the race, um, you know, I, I almost go right for that quiet time. Yeah. Because, you know, all the people all the sweat checking like like no like yeah. it really i don't know makes you tired it does not to be not 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 you want to go to sleep but you know you just want to maybe have a little cup of coffee a little, little tea whatever and get get all your thoughts back together and um if i can take an ice bath you know sometimes you just don't have a bath or something like that you know hit, hit the ice bath take a hot shower um and it's just stretch and of course you'll know, catch up on social media or whatever yeah but um, um, and just get ready for day two. That's that's it. I mean, it's so funny. Like like I, I, I think race weekends are are more, uh, stressful than work itself. Like during like the weekday or something. Yeah. You know, I can't wait to get back to work because this is, whew, you know, um. But uh, yeah, that's that's how my that's how my race day goes. <laughs> All right, so. To this day, what has been your most favorite race? And it doesn't have to be OCR. It can be any race. What has been your most favorite race and why? Oh, man. That's a tough one, man. That's... Hey, man. I remember hearing this question, too, on the other podcast. And, like, <laughs> I can't believe I don't have an answer. This is... Well, you just had some two badass races, so they might be in the mix. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I can easily say, you know, my, my first, you know, Spartan podium, you know, minus the trail race, you know, a few months back. But, um, that, that, you know, you know let's, I'm, I, I am playing, let's stop playing. Fayetteville 2018 Super Sprint weekend. I got third in my age group both days. Right. That, that's it. That, that was a huge accomplishment for me. I could not believe it. 
Right. I got third place. Like what? Like I'm, I, I finished. I'm running to the results. Like yo, 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 yo. What's the results? <laughs> you know? and, and I got third. That was huge at the time. I mean, it still is. I mean, I, I missed the spear both days. That's for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, two, 2018 Fayetteville. Like Fayetteville in general has been. I think the only race I've done every year since I started race, like 18, 19, 21. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, eight, my eight, my first podium in Spartan. Bam. That's cool. All right, so to this day, what has been the race that you disliked the most or hated the most and why? That I hated. Well, I mean, not hate. I always no, 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 say yeah. dislike, you know, the one that was the worst to you, the boringest, you know, which which one was it? Boringest. I don't think that's a word. Most boring. That's that's a tough one. Like like I I, I like I love racing. Um what what uh what uh humbled me the most there you go would probably be i've done so many races i'm thinking of like other races i didn't even think about like back to back like right now like dang that one that one one." but i i I guess tahoe like that was a few weeks ago or a month ago or so yeah um man look i'm posting about it i'm talking about it i'm like yo top 10 elite let's go (laughs) you know i got this i don't care who shows up you know um, I've been trained. I'm a, I, I'm on the Nordic track. Uh, you know, we got, we got a couple Nordic tracks at the gym, you know, we're at like 40% incline, you know, we're, we're doing some carries, you right. know, doing some lunges like for, for months, you know, and I go to Tahoe boy. Oh boy. I'm already walking, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> the first like. You know, the, the first mile or so, I'm not, I can't even run the whole thing. And I'm just looking at everybody else just fly up there. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. What, what, you know, I mean, I'm not thinking bad of myself, but in my head, I'm just mind blown. I, I really am. You know I mean? I, I, I'm confident, you know, I, 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 I've been, I've been training for Tahoe. Tahoe was the furthest, like, like not the furthest, but like the, the biggest race that I've gone to go do. Like right. gone to go do if that makes sense. Um, no, I get it. You know, you know the, the Spartan North American Championship. Yeah, you know, right. it's the same weekend as the other race going on. Yeah. You know, people are still not showing up. Whatever. I, we're not. We're not worried about that. You know, for me, the Spartan North American Championship. You know, <laughs> I, I'm. I am ready for top ten. I'm getting my name out there. I'm winning some money. And nah, like I missed the spear. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the spear. I, I walked uh, quite a bit of it. There was no battle with anybody. Um, <laughs> I finished like 20, uh, no, I think like 38 or something like that. But like, you finished, like the, man. That's the, what matters. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I was still excited to be there, you know. That's that's it. But like like performance-wise, oh, yeah, that was that – that kind of made me mad at myself for even thinking I had a chance. Right. <laughs> kind, of, kind of comically, though, you know. Yeah, I haven't done one of those races yet, you know, that's at elevation like that, but I feel like it'd be a big kick in the nuts to me, too. Like, I would totally just, 
I wouldn't anticipate anything but finishing, you know, if I went to one of those races, just because I don't know how my body's going to react to that elevation. You know, us living here in the South, you know, where it's flat as a board and we're just breathing yeah. in hot air most of the time. Yeah. Even if we can get that elevation training, we can't get that altitude training. That's right. Yeah. Altitude. That's what I mean. But you know, we don't make excuses. We, you know, we, you know, we, eventually we'll we'll get it that's that's all there is to it that's right we tow the line and finish the race man that's what it's all about all the time all the time all right noel man i ain't got nothing else to add to this is there anything you want to add tell people where they can follow you at man look i can go all night with you man this is so cool man i really appreciate it hey, scott um, i appreciate it funky funky cold ocr Right. I, I created Instagram in 2018 when I won like a first my like my first race it was like a local race here. And yeah. I was like, you know what? How am I supposed to keep up with everybody? How am I supposed to keep up with the races? So that's when I made Instagram and Facebook. Funky Cold OCR, Funky Cold Medina. Um, that's my last name. Um, and that's it. I mean, it's a great oh, IG oh, name, by the way. I always thought that was a cool idea for IG name. Nice man, yeah, yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. You know, gr- gr- growing up playing playing football, they always call me Funky Cold. You know, right. oh, 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 oh. Funky, get your ass over here, whatever. Yeah, you know, Funky, get out, get your ass out of there. You know, um, but uh, in um, hashtag sweat check, man. Like, like you got to do it, man. You got to hashtag sweat check, man. People, pe- people like to ask, oh, what's a sweat check? Oh, you know, where'd the sweat check come from, man? Look, man, you sweat. That's it. Hashtag sweat check. You started it. You know, right. that's what I would start telling people. You started it. You know, yeah. anybody. You started. You you sweat and you check. That's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get it, Core Fitness, Jacksonville, Florida, man. Um, I, I I love host Alito Rivera, Joe Rivera. He's a legend in the OCR community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, much love to him. Um, for for basically changing my life, man. <laughs> like long story short. Um, look, man. I I don't want to hold y'all up, man. But uh, yeah, dude. What hey, a great time. What races you got left this year? Oh, shit, man. We're back to back. Uh, really? Hildervat? Um, Hildervat, is this Saturday? Yeah, in Daytona, right? In, in Daytona, yeah. More more sand running, which is which is our specialty here. Right. Um, Where are they having that race? Is it like right there close to the boardwalk, I would imagine? I haven't even looked it up. You don't know? I no, yeah, wondering. I have no idea. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming it is. I figured that would be a great place for it if they would, if they had permissions to put it there. They'd get a lot of spectators for sure. I would think. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, uh, Dan, Dan Woods, Aaron Frank, Brian, 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 Brian Hess. They, they do a good job of making it spectator friendly. Like, like, like you're not even there for the race. You just see people running around doing stuff. Like, you know what? This is cool. Yeah, and you've <laughs> done good at some of those races, the Hildervad and the Swamp Battle races, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, shoot. They, they almost local. tell us what the rigs are going to be like, you know? <laughs> yeah. They do have some pretty uh, difficult um, rigs sometimes. So the Hildervad's coming up. We got we got Savage Florida, Sa- Savage Race uh, Florida, um, Car- Carolina's Spartan. Um, I'll, I'll be there for that. Um, what you doing there? Beast and sprint. Beast and sprint. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't no, no ultra out of me. Uh-uh. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> no ultra out of me. I've done a couple ultras, but you know, that, that was before, you know, uh, I was actually, uh, a, a competitive 
OCR racer kind of sorta. Right. I try to be competitive in those ultras, but no, 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 no. That's a whole other ball game. Like I, I need to educate myself how to even last like that first. Yeah. <clears throat> It's hard. You know, you go out there and just hope it's going to be a good day where you can last. <laughs> no, and, and, and what, what, what I tell people too sometimes, you know, like, I, I got to remember, like, I got to go to work. Like, I need my body to function. Right. I can't just take a week off from, from activity. Like, yeah. even if I'm not training, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing heavy carries, farmer's carries all day long. Yeah. Um, so, so anyways, anyways, yeah, yeah. So beef. Uh, Sprint in Carolinas. We're looking to hit it hard again. Cannot wait. All right, man. Well, if anybody sees Noel at these races, go up to him and talk to him. He's always a cool guy to chat with. Much love, Scott. Much freaking love. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you doing this, Noel, man, and we'll see you at the next race, brother. Cool stuff, man. I'll see you, Scott. Have a good night, man. Appreciate it again. Hope you enjoyed the interview. I want to thank Noel again for taking the time to talk to us. Huge congratulations to him for getting his first two elite podiums back-to-back. That is freaking wicked badass. Um, Also, I encourage you to check out the Get It Core Fitness Gym. If you live in that North Florida, Jacksonville area, uh, I had Joe Rivera on somewhere on episode 83, 86, I think, somewhere around there. If you want to go back and listen to that episode and we talk about his gym, you know, and how he got it started, too. Uh, but those OCR classes that they're doing on Sunday sound really fun. If I live closer, I would probably go to those every Sunday. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. My next race will be at Carolina. So if you see me there, come up to me and say what's up. I'm sure you'll hear from me before then. Anyway, we'll see you at next race. Peace. Peace.